Hello! And welcome to Shonen Trash, where we watch an anime series each week and decide if it's worth your time so you don't have to. I'm glistening wet lizard boy, Vincent Perez. Why do you do that every time? You, like, make me start laughing. <laughs> I'm too raiding gob- goblin-killing Lady Lauren Russell. And I'm Katsudan-loving lion man, Kevin Bobbitt. <laughs> cool. Uh, this week, we break down the door to get the good eats. Jesus. Get them good eats at the restaurant to another world. Yeah. How's it going, guys? We're, uh, we're on episode 30 of the podcast. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. If you're new, what's up? Yeah, what's up? We've been doing this for 30 episodes. How's it going, Kev? How's your week been? Um, my week was pretty alright. Uh, let's see. Um, it wasn't super eventful, it's just... I don't know. I'm getting ready for this coming weekend. I'm doing a charity thing. Uh, yeah, you got a big, got a big event. That oh god, it's gonna be so so dumb. Uh, I'll shout it out at the end of the end of the show. Uh, okay, we'll it'll, uh, it'll, it'll we'll be, be really waiting fun. with bated breath. <laughs> uh, what else? I mean, not not too much. Like it was a slow week. It's it's been a super slow week. Uh, I bought a whole bunch of Sonic shit. That's like all. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, dude, I'm getting so hyped up for Sonic Mania next week. I'm so. I'm actually. Ready. I'm actually pretty excited for Sonic Mania. <laughs> I'm. Re- I'm actually really looking forward to it. I haven't pre-ordered it or anything. I'm probably just gonna buy it when it hits the store. Like but it's, like, it's really... twenty dollars. It's yeah. I'm, I I really want to play it. Like it even like if you don't fun. really like Sonic, it's twenty dollars. Like it's I, come on. It is the closest thing we'll get to like being a child and playing Sonic Two for the first time. Mm-hmm. Not Sonic One because I'm not anybody that played Sonic One first. It's... Nah, fuck Sonic One. Sonic Two is where it's at. Yeah. Um, Lauren, what, what have you been up to this week? Same old, working and cosplay. Yeah, we're uh we're currently in, uh, we're in con crunch mode. Yeah, we are now. Uh, we gotta get get going for uh, Dragon Con because that's like literally in twenty four days. Yeah, just don't don't say that. <sighs> but what you guys have been sending me looks great so far. Yeah, I've just been posting yeah, a bunch of stuff on Twitter. There's, there's so much more to do, and we're losing a whole weekend next weekend, so... Have you been taking progress shots of your stuff? Some of it, yeah. She's okay. been sending it to me. <laughs> Better save them pictures. Only some of them. They're worth, like, putting up, so... Yeah, so, uh... So, yeah. That's, that's about it, yeah. We haven't really been doing anything. Uh, let's maneuver into the news. <laughs> I wish we had like a ticker noise, like. Really? I've thought about uh, recording a ticker for the middle. I, I, maybe you know what? This will be some homework. If somebody wants to make us a ticker of them just like saying the news or something like that, I'll use it in the show. <laughs> Jesus, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. First up, what we got, Kev? Uh, first up on the news, Toonami returns towards the Stars era with Outlaw Star promo. Woo! Uh, so, um, last week. Or I guess this this past week for Toonami, um, they announced that Ghost in the Shell is ending its stint on Toonami, which is it's weird to say this because these shows were on Toonami way back in the day. Yeah, it's like they're kind of just shuffling through what they had beforehand. Right. So uh, Ghost in the Shell is ending on Ghost in the Shell is only on uh, uh, Adult Swim. Yeah. It's never on Toonami. Well, Toonami is part of Adult Swim now, so yeah. Oh yeah, they have that. that weird the block on Saturday. Later. Yeah. So woo, they're bringing back Outlaw Star, which so, you should watch because you've never watched yeah, it. Yeah, but we also don't have cable. 
I mean, so I can't watch it on Toonami. Just because it's re-airing on Toonami doesn't mean that it's not on other stuff. Yeah, I've actually never seen Outlaw Star. Um, I've heard, I've heard like nostalgic things from people, but I've also heard like it doesn't it, really hold up. It doesn't well. hold up great, but it's still like like if you were a fan of it, you can watch it again and be like, man, yeah, this was cool. It's still not gotta fantastic, w- but it's cool. Gotta I watch mean, it for that hot, hot '90s aesthetic. I guess we'll have to see for you since you've never watched it. But like, I mean, I, don't I did know. like Escaflone. Chi Gundam doesn't hold up for me. Uh, so. Chi Gundam is still it's amazing. Still it's got nostalgia for you, so I'm... Uh, but it was, yes. it's weird. This show was originally broadcast on Toonami in 2001 to 2002. Yeah. And now it's coming back, what, like 15 years later? Let me see. 2000, yeah, 15 really? years. 15 years oh, later. I feel old. I mean, Dude, we are same. Old. I mean, the show came out in 1998. We got it. 1998? Like three, four years later. Uh, so I mean, it's it's cool that they're bringing some of the stuff back because some of the stuff has just been lost to time and nobody knows what this shit is. Isn't it amazing that we don't have to wait to get series from Japan now? Like, Thank fucking God. this generation of fucking weebs is spoiled as shit. Oh yeah, it's just like, so oh yeah, you guys just oh you can tune in to Crunchyroll, pay seven dollars, fucking eight dollars a month. Oh, I get to watch anime the same time it comes out in Japan. Yeah, like literally like, hours like... after the episodes come out in Japan. Bullshit. Like, it wasn't only until, like, what, Kazaa and, like, Napster that you could, like, download when, episodes no, and stuff? When, when Crunchyroll was a, was an illegal site back in the day, before it got legit. Yeah. Because this used to be an illegal site that stole anime and would put up stuff. Really? Yes. Yeah, they, when Crunchyroll uh, first started, this was not legit. I never used Crunchyroll, so... I was just, like, torrented shit. Yeah, I always torrented shit, too. Yeah. Whoop. And then you accidentally end up with, like, a hentai or something. You wouldn't download a car. <laughs> no, but I'd download a shit ton of anime. God. Uh, so, yeah, it's coming back starting August. I just, I just closed the, the news. Damn it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, next up, we have... Uh, coming back August My- 19th. There you go. My Hero Academia author sketches anime debut of popular villain, uh, who it's... Uh, Himiko Toga, uh, who is the crazy kind of transformation... She's like a fucking vampire. She's, she's, like, a, she's awesome. Look at those fangs. She's Mystique from uh, from X-Men, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You but, wanted me to cosplay her, didn't you? Yeah, because she's oh, awesome. She's also dude, a psycho. She's a, she's a psycho bitch. But like her, I don't want to be a psycho no, bitch. No, but she's awesome. Her her introduction, when you find out what like the, the part where, where we learn what her quirk is, is yeah. the coolest shit in the world. She's also really good with a fucking knife. Like she's a complete fucking maniac, and it's yeah. awesome. Clearly. Yeah, but she's uh she has a weird obsession with Deku, and it's uh it gets pretty hot. Yeah, but her Stop. and Dobby are like two like the most popular villains. Yeah, Dobby, uh, the little crusty crusty boy. Crusty boy. Crusty boy. <laughs> He's a crusty uh, boy. <laughs> Himiko's probably like my favorite villain they've shown in the series so far, though. Um, she is just now reaching a kind of like you get to see a little bit more of her in the manga, and it's kind Popular. of crazy right now. Yeah. Uh, she's pretty badass. Uh, she is also a goddamn maniac. Like, every time I've seen her, I've just been like, oh, God, like, super, super creepy-ass girl. I would never want to run into her. Her, but she's, uh, she's also strangely what's the, attractive. What's she's the, very cute. What's the one, not, like, Sundare or whatever. What's Yand- the, it's Yand- Yandere. Yandere. Yeah. Yeah. The, the crazy... The crazy, like, one that loves you but wants you, to kill no you. No one will. Mm-hmm. Fucking psycho. It's good shit. Uh, these sketches are really great, though. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I like, I follow uh, Horika on fucking, uh, on Twitter, too, and yeah. he just, 
every time an episode's about to premiere or like anytime like something he posts sketches all the time and i'm always just like oh we get to see more little little bits of our characters he posts Do like everything on, on twitter and it's fantastic yeah, he's posted some really good art of like the main the main group. I, I'm I'm loving that that how how big this show's gotten. This is like the Naruto of the new generation, in all honesty. It's actually really awesome to see. Like, it's, and so far it doesn't end up kind of shitty like Naruto. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't just devolve into some like uncomprehensible shit. Yeah, my theory is still at some point because this isn't going to go on forever. Um, like, I don't think the the them being in school thing is going to go on forever. I mean, it's, 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 it's probably going to transition into a time yeah. skip. It's going to transition into a time skip where, like, Deku is, like, the new All Might. Or he just got his ass beat. We don't know. Or he's, like, about to get to that point and, like, he's working with everybody else. I feel like, because, I mean, Lauren, you've you've watched enough of My Hero Academia. You know you know about the All for One and all that stuff. Yeah, don't spoil one. shit, though. For but I'm saying, like, like I feel it. like, uh, spoiler, skip, like, 30 seconds. I feel like we're gonna get to the time skip, and it's gonna be Deku teaching, telling his predecessor about his story. Hmm. It's like a that's how a, I met that, the whole thing's like a how I met your mother oh my scenario. God, no, <laughs> no. And him passing on. The, well, I, no. I fought this guy, and then I fought this guy, and then I fought this guy, and then I fought mm, this I guy. But then I got injured by this guy, and now I'm giving you my powers. I don't know about that. I don't know if I'd like that. I don't know about him getting injured. I think he's just probably like old and like can't do it anymore. That's like one hell of a time skip, then. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't guess know. We'll, see. we'll see. I feel like that'll be like the very end of it, though. It won't like. Yeah. You know, because it's it's for a series like this, it's weird to try to find an end without like something super dramatic happening. Well, rolling into the next news bit, which is also <laughs> related, um, we have Froppy, our lovely Suyu, who's best girl, uh, Love to face Suyu. Lovecraftian horror in uh, My Hero Academia anime original episode. Which is awesome. Um, I I mean, like, technically this would be considered filler because they're trying to, like, kind of bide their time while the manga gets a little bit further ahead. But I I am super pumped to get more fucking stuff. Well, especially because we like Lovecraft, too. Well, I mean, like, I love Lovecraft stuff, and I just, I love Suyu. And uh, I feel like they're not going to... I love the series. (laughs) They're probably not going to, like, give us a bunch of filler that's absolute bullshit. A la Naruto or Bleach. I feel. I hope. I hope if we get filler stuff, it's stuff from Vigilantes. Yes, that would be really cool too. Um, if you haven't read Vigilante, it's a it's an offshoot series that's in the same time period of My Hero Academia. It just oh, really? focuses on side heroes. Oh. Um, it's really cool. I really like what he's doing with it. It really expands on the world and stuff. And I just I can't wait to see more of Class A and them being fucking cool. Um, it seems we're going to be introduced to uh, three new characters, uh, a guy named Innsmouth, who I'm assuming is this weird tentacle octopus guy, uh, Selkie, who is a seal. Um, Lauren pointed out earlier that Selkies are normally female. Technically, according to lore, but whatever. And then we have a sidekick, Sirius, who looks like a merlady uh, in a little sailor uniform. So uh, I'm excited to see what the episode brings. Um, and then there's a little... Uh, little Image the bottom. The, oh, all I didn't even notice the invisible, invisible girl. <laughs> got yeah, some, uh, got some fan service. Uh, she's got a cute little I like the fucking bottom. Uh, the fuck fucking shitty ass grape juice approved sticker I at the bottom. Hate yeah, him so much. Grape juice approved. Everyone fucking hates him. Uh, yeah. Next up on the news, you can go ahead and do this one, Kev. Come on. 
Next up on the news. Uh, so this is really cool. This is an artist that I that I know and I've followed for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for this. Uh, LaShawn Thomas's Cannon Busters lands at Netflix. This is awesome. Last year, the show got crowdfunded um, for a pilot for his show that he developed called Cannon Busters. Uh, if you don't know who LaShawn Thomas is, he's worked for Legend of Korra, Boondocks, uh, Black Dynamite, and he worked on stuff like Law of Horizon and Macross Frontier. And he just had Children of the Aether, which came out uh, in movie theaters before the Ancient Magus Bride movie, uh, like a week ago. And now oh, it's, and on that's, Crunchyroll. it's on Crunchyroll. Yeah. The first episode's on Crunchyroll, because that's going to be an original series to go to Crunchyroll. So he's like... He's making moves. Pushing workout real hard. Uh, but he's... this. I, I, I got to see the first episode of Buddy of Mine, because if you... If you if you donated to the crowdfund, you got to get the first episode when it finished, and it went out last year. Oh, awesome! Um, and I got to watch it. It's fantastic so far. I, if it's... this is getting a full like twelve episode run, it's gonna be great. It feels like it feels like Black Cowboy Bebop. It that's what it looks we're, a lot like. It we're lo- like Cowboy Bebop meets uh, Trigun. Yes, that's what it looks like. Um, the animation quality looks great. Yeah. Um, I'm actually really interested in this. Yeah. Uh, I did immediately go, oh, another dark skin character with light colored eyes and light colored hair, but... Gotta have that trope where, uh, someone who's dark skin can't have dark hair. <laughs> but it does look badass. Thing is, your, is she a robot? Yeah, she is a robot. Yeah. I didn't um, know that because I was like, why does she keep repeating the same fucking thing? And yeah. I was like, oh, she's a robot. <laughs> um, but it has good writers for this. Uh, my buddy my buddy Natasha, that's a weird sentence to say. Uh, yeah. My buddy Natasha Allegri, uh, who did Bane Puppet Cat, and Tool, who worked for the Witcher video games, um, LaShawn, of course, and Nyla Magruder, who... I mean, Magruder, you should... Most people who know LaShawn Thomas know, like, the Magruder last name from Aaron Magruder. So, it's, it's got a lot of good names attached to this. Yeah, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it, so I guess we'll see. I wish I, I could have... I had the money to donate to the highest tier for this, because you got a figure of the the bull car what? robot if you donate to oh, the really? highest tier. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What was that like two hundred bucks? Higher uh, than that? I think it was like two hundred. Every time I look at Kickstarter stuff, I'm always really? like kind of interested, but at the same time, I'm like, I I really don't have that money to just shell out for that. I mean, they all have different tiers, though. It depends yeah. on the tier but, that like, you want to. You always want to donate to like the top tiers because you get the cool shit. I mean, I've seen top tiers that are like a thousand bucks before, Buff. and I was just like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but. Is not that bad. I feel like Kickstarter is something that's just like if I had, if I was rich and I had a shit ton of money, I would just like fund everything that I thought was cool. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I do what I can when like friends put out stuff, like friends who put out comic books or whatever. I'll throw yeah, I mean, like, that, that's, like I, I yeah, love I supporting comic book. my friends who have cr- creative endeavors. I try and do it as like, like as much as I can, just because like it's nice to see friends succeeding and doing their own thing. Yeah, I have so much money thrown into people's Patreons that I know. Like, I'm I'll, more one to like, do, like the five run around at cons and support artist alley friends. Yeah. Support your creative friends. It's... Yeah, support your creative friends. Don't ask for free shit. Don't be yeah. a dick. They need to make a living just like you do. Uh, yeah. If you do, so if guess... you do commissions, raise your prices by twenty percent right now. Yeah. Right. So here we go. Gonna move into the anime. Anime of the week. Uh, restaurant to another world. 
Um, yeah. Because like one of the first shows this season, they got to five episodes, and I was like, yeah, oh, it, we got, watch we, it literally just hit five episodes. So we <laughs> well, the sixth episode to... came out today. Okay. Um, who wants to read the description? Should I read it? It's been a bit since I've read one, right? Sure. Sure. Cool. I'll do it. There is a certain restaurant in the first basement level of a multi-tenant building in one quarter of a shopping street near the office district. Jesus. Wait, is in the basement? Yeah. yeah. The, the, st- the historical restaurant, marked by a sign with a picture of a cat, is called Western Cuisine Nekoya. This restaurant looks completely normal thro- through the week, but on Saturdays, it opens in secret exclusivity to some unique guests. During these hours, doors in various areas of parallel world are open to allow customers of many different races and cultures into the restaurant. Simulcast by Crunchyroll on Mondays, 2.05 p.m. Eastern. I don't know what the D means. It's time. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Um, okay, one of my things, biggest things immediately is why is it called Western Cuisine when it doesn't serve any Western cuisine? I mean... They explain that in the show. Then I totally did not pay attention because I did not like this show. One, one <laughs> thing I'm going to nitpick, uh, being a restaurant worker... Uh, Saturdays is a really shitty day to alienate your usual, like, six days a week customers. Yeah. You should probably, like, maybe do that on Mondays Monday. or Sundays when it's a little less likely that you're going to get, like, a huge rush. Is it the same in rush. Japan, though? I would assume so. Like, everyone's off on the weekends, so, like, Saturdays is, like, the big Except day for people to go out. school students. School students have school on Saturdays? Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, Half fuck, days, I think. Fuck that shit. Japan sucks. But they give you the school year a lot faster than we do. Yeah, I mean, that's also why too. that's also why their schools do a lot better than ours. But yeah. then again, also the suicide rates are super high in Japan. So that, there's, that, there's a yeah. forest and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, so first impressions of this series. Uh, I was it's, curious mainly because it's a it's a food series. That's why I was that's what I was really curious about. I was like, oh, another food thing. Cool. Uh, it's, it's goofy. It's, I I don't like it. I I was I was not a fan. It's 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 I, not great. I will say that. But it's like the stuff we watched was really goofy. I I was entertained mainly because I was talking a lot of shit. Well, yeah, because honestly, it's kind of like I don't know. I thought it was kind of boring. Like it was funny in certain parts and like weird and goofy. But there's definitely parts where I'm like, okay, I don't care. I don't care. Get to the point. And it just was kind of moving slow with certain okay. characters. Before we start getting into the meat of things, let me go into the little factoids. Okay. Um, this started out as a light novel series written by uh, Junpei Inazuka. Uh, there are currently four volumes of the novel available. Um, a little bit of history on the series. It started airing on July 3rd of this month, uh, August. Last month. Or Yeah, last month. <laughs> July uh, 2017. Uh, it's produced by Silverlink Studios. Uh, they're known for uh, Watamode. Tanaka-kun is always listless, and Bonjour Sweet Love Patissier. I've seen none of those. Yeah, you have. Uh, oh. Watamode is creepy, um, antisocial girl who's crazy and like weird, who plays nothing but dating sims. Yeah. Uh, Tanaka-kun, Tanaka-kun is always listless. We watch like the first two episodes. Uh, it's a boy who is just like ADD in class. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bonjour Sweet Love Patissier is one of those quick five-minute series. We watch like the first two of them, and we're like, wow, what the fuck is this? Oh no, the Patissier one. I think I don't remember the yeah, other. Yeah, we've two. watched. We've watched all of them. Was I half awake? No. Watermode we watched as a group. Watermode was really weird. It was that really creepy, like over the top otaku girl who's trying really hard to talk to people, and she has that really creepy smile on her face. Like, Look I'll, put, I'll show of you hard for me. You'll know what it is. I yeah. probably totally just blanked it out of my mind because I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
So, uh, let's go into the characters, um, and we can discuss the episodes along with the characters because everything is related to the patron. It's, yeah, it's character-based episodes. Yeah. So, um, the master, he is not named, uh, is actually listed as the master. He's the owner and proprietor of the restaurant. Uh, he's also the chef. Um, I guess he's like... It was passed down to him. Yeah. It, it seems like he's the only, he's like the only staff besides like a couple wait staff that he has. Um, I think we see one, one waitress leave before like the restaurant changes over. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure like they work during the week and then like Saturday is like the day where he does it by, well, he did it by himself. Well, he did it by himself. Yeah, yeah. So he um, has to have like a full staff during the week. Yeah. Then we have, uh, Aletta who is, uh, a Goldilocks ass demon girl. She's adorable her, though. She let herself no. into the fucking restaurant because apparently the door is just fucking open. Uh, you can just walk in. She ate his food and took a sleep on his floor. And that, that girl seriously needs a hat that fits her damn head because yeah. it's slipping off every two She's seconds. a demon girl who uh, was trying to hide the fact that she was a demon girl. She has, like, uh, ram horns, and she wears this really big, floppy, like, red hat, yeah. and she got fired from her job and because ostracized she was, because from she's society a demon girl. <laughs> because she's a demon girl and her hat fucking fell off while she was waiting tables. You think she'd at least, like, bobby pin that shit to her head? Like, it's not that hard. Yeah, right? Or, like, just... Maybe if your job is relying on them not finding out who you are, what the fuck why don't are you, you just doing? Just saw your horns off. Like, oh my! Oh no! Yeah, Helbo no. did that shit. Just broke them off. About, mm. But a uh, little demon girl, she ends up being a waitress for uh, the master, um, and kind of like I guess chimes in on staff meal and like. And that's like the whole first episode. Yeah. Oh no! Besides dragon besides, lady. Yeah. So uh, the tits. The, the, yes, of course. The God, first episode had to Jesus be a little Christ. bit of fan service. So there's there's weird fan service throughout this shit. Service, it's yeah. so weird. But that's like the like, big bit of fan service. They're like, all right, yeah, let's, just, let's get it through. Let's let's do it. Okay, cool. So uh, first up, we have uh, Altorius, who is uh, Gandalf. He's like the mage-looking <laughs> dude. Uh, he actually helped translate the menu um, into, I guess, what they called the Eastern the Eastern continental continental language. language. Yeah, because yeah. there's Eastern and Western, there's and Eastern then there's and Western. two other ones. Um, and, like, we got a little bit of the backstory of, like, on, the world that second. it opens hold up on, to. Hold on, Okay, Lauren, I'm going to get you to clarify that for a second. You said there's what? Eastern and Western, and then there's two other ones. What other yeah. two cardinal directions are there, Lauren? No, it wasn't, like, cardinal directions. They had different names. Mm. It's, like, where the lizard people were from. They were from, like, the southern area or whatever that had a different name. And then I thought there was one that was, like... Nor like north of that. I don't even. I did not pay that much attention. I don't yeah, know, you paid more attention map. than I did. It was on the map. <laughs> uh, when they showed the map. They also um, associate the people with uh, their dish of choice that they order every fucking time that they go in. Uh, Altorius they ups- end up obsessed <laughs> with with the specific dish. Uh, Altorius orders the pork loin cutlet every time he's in. Uh, next up on the patrons, we have uh, Tatsugoro. Who is an Atomic Samurai lookalike? Uh, Atomic Samurai, if you're not familiar, is a character from One Punch Man. This guy looks just like. He does like Atomic yeah. Samurai. <laughs> uh, his dish of choice is the teriyaki chicken. Uh, we don't get a whole lot of backstory besides the fact that he's some master, amazing swordsman, and then he uh, brings another character to the restaurant uh, later on. Uh, next up on the list, we have the Red Queen. Uh, who is the booby dragon lady? I think we meet her in the first episode. Yep. The, we meet all of them in the first, like. Yeah, we do one... briefly meet most of these characters in the first episode. Well, only the two that fight over rice. No, but then we also the Lionel and, and uh, 
There's another guy we didn't meet, and then um, oh, the caveman looking dude. Yeah, the caveman looking dude we don't meet. Um, we have the Red Queen. She is a fucking dragon lady. Uh, she has a uh, big booty. She's smog. Yeah, she's smog. She's smog. She has like a. She lives in a volcano with her horde of coins and shit. And when the door appears in her volcano, her, and she oh, goes and her, to the by restaurant, the way, her servant is Balrog. Balrog, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is like, excuse he me. He looks. He looks like Balrog too. And he's from tiny. Lord of the Rings. He's like, small. His name is listed as Balrog. <laughs> Like, he's um, this tiny little thing compared we to get, her, We too. get a little bit of fan service, which I felt was absolutely unnecessary, uh, when she transforms from a big red dragon into a naked booby lady. And she's, she's just like, get me my dress. Give but me then my dress. Like, I need to go to the restaurant and, everything else. and get my beef stew, uh, which is her dish of choice, which I thought was hilarious. Um, because the way that the episode plays out is she goes in there, she eats a, a bowl of this beef stew, creams her jeans... Uh, and then she gives him more money and then leaves with a big-ass pot of it. But then she takes the big-ass pot back to her fucking volcano lair, <laughs> transforms into a huge fucking dragon again, knocks the lid off, and starts lapping at the fucking beef stew. That was really which, funny. Which it's the so pot stupid. is like, it'd be like me drinking out of a thimble. <laughs> is the image of the, It's just like, why did you fucking transform big again? Wouldn't it last longer if you fucking were small and eating this big ass pot of beef yeah, stew? It's, it's Didn't make any goddamn sense. No. On on the day of, and they don't call it Saturday. It's the day of Seder. Day of yep. Satur. Um, which is it was it's pretty funny. Um, it, that like it's little. It, there's like little nuances to the little all imagery. Of the where I'm just like, well, there was that fan really service, funny. and then like with Aletta, where she's like. He's like, oh, she's explaining let's... her backstory, and then he's like, oh well, let's get you changed and shit. She goes and takes a shower, and it's like, of course, oh, she's naked, and she's but then, a little, like little horny girl in the I, bathroom taking a shower. I don't understand. Like, it shows her like looking or something, and all of a sudden she blushes. She like scrubs her arm off, and the yeah. dirt comes off, and then she blushes all weird. Yeah, and then it's the end of it. And then like, he just so happens to have a maid, a maid uniform outfit. and some Mary Janes that fit her perfectly. <laughs> Mary Janes. Yeah, dude, the shoes. They are Mary Janes. But it was, yeah, it was very weird that all this stuff just fit her perfectly for one thing. I, I like that the she they make he makes her staff meal and she freaks out. He gives her like some toast and some butter on it, and she's just like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And it's just like, "It's bitch is fucking toast." Shit. She's also like homeless though, which is like, yeah, but she, that bitch was laying in a pile of hay eating bread. She know what the fuck toast is? Is that bread or a potato? It looked like bread. It looked yeah. like a, it looked like a potato. Yeah, I thought it was a potato. <laughs> Who gonna, where did okay, you can't eat raw potatoes; they're poisonous. Where the fuck she gonna get a cooked potato? It's more like it's, it it's more than likely it's know. more than likely bread. But she still. I mean, she's a demon. Who cares what poison's gonna you, do? You broke. She's a you like Aladdin? Demon, Aladdin steals though. bread. You can eat it real fast. That's it. I do bread. love that. Like the, the like the one good part of the episode really was them explaining like how demons work for them. Yeah, because it's like your your whatever part of you that's a demon is like the blessing from your demon god. Yeah, <laughs> and she's so, got the shit end of the stick and got little horns. Here's the thing that I, as soon as um I was listening to this episode, they go into really really long descriptive diatribes, uh, and I realized that that's probably because it was a light novel and it makes a lot more sense. It makes yes. it really boring though. Yeah. It, like, they do a lot of that whole uh, anime thing where they just kind of have a still frame and then they talk over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens a lot. Or, like, they, or they have a still frame and they, like, zoom around on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm really curious as to how how much time is actually, like, animated in, uh, other than, like... Because they, they go into a lot of really, really lengthy descriptions 
over just still frames and like, I feel like zoom most in of the things. budget is where they like show the quick the quick like five seconds where he's cooking yeah yeah <laughs> all of the all of the budget goes to like making the food look good yeah um, which even then a lot of the time it's a still yeah <laughs> almost like, really good though those almost look good okay uh let's move on to the next character we have sarah gold who is a uh as i wrote here a laura croft katniss fuck baby i don't like her uh her dad was pretty much indiana jones or her grandpa i don't fucking know uh she ordered a mentor she, she got a mincemeat cutlet um which was pretty much like a croquette with like ground chopped up meat yeah um she creams her jeans over it she like raids a dungeon ends up at the door she kills a bunch of goblins and then she pops him the restaurant and has her like didn't she have a bow something like that no the the elf had a bow she had like a, a sword or something um i just like that all of these people are just like popping into this fucking restaurant with like their weapons drawn like what the fuck is this well and this door's like never locked yeah that's like, like the first thing that was just like oh this what girl if, came in in the middle of the night yeah, like, like what if someone just broke in and just fucking killed everybody like well it seems like and this is this is something i probably this is i mean this is probably how this works because it's not fully explained how it works i feel like the door pops up when people need it because like everybody's like been in a situation where they like needed that door and it popped they up needed the food but like a lot of people just like discovered it well, like even for the the um, for Sarah Gold, when she, she's she's trying to find whatever his special treasure was that he found on the day of Seder, uh, oh, it just happened yeah. to be the day the yeah. door pops up and it was where she was supposed to go. Yeah, yeah, and that door was his special treasure or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up on the list, uh, I hated this fucking character, uh, Heinrich. <laughs> give me the Shripe Sealman. Oh, yeah, uh, he's awful. He was a knight. They got attacked. Okay, so <laughs> his backstory is fucking hilarious because they're in a castle and they got attacked by Mothman. <laughs> and it I looks like, like you could, you it could, looks like you the could, You could just leave out a lantern and then, like, they'd be fine. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> like a big-ass fucking electric trap. Yeah. Um, but it looked like the Mothman cryptid. <laughs> like, they got attacked by the Mothman and they were, like, blowing poisonous spores he rides off to go, like, inform yeah, his the king just, like, that, like, dies. like, his horse fell over foaming at the mouth because it was poisoned, but he didn't, he didn't get poisoned. Uh, and then he just is trailing through the desert, and then he stumbles upon this random cabin with the door popping up. And then he runs in, and he goes, oh, shit, let me just look at this menu. And he's, like, downing fucking glasses of water because he'd been crawling through the desert. Yeah, he's, And like, then he stumbles die. upon, oh, shit. He got fried shrimp in this bitch? Oh, no. That's, like, the dish they associate with, with fried shrimp. And they, like, oh, he calls it, there's, he calls there's, it shripe. There's the shripe in my country don't last a day living in the city. Yeah, and he's just, like, like, freaking out over it, and he orders, like, like, fucking how, 20 pounds of How do you find ice like, oh, in this yeah, part of the country? <laughs> yeah. Like, the weird the weird little, like, connection to the it is fucking hilarious. I actually have this in my notes. What the fuck? Free water? What the fuck? They got ice? <laughs> like, Yo, free bread and soup? What's up? Free bread and soup? Goddamn! But, like... Also, this is something... This is a note I have under this. Whenever anything is fried in this, they talk about oh, yeah. how high quality the oil is yeah. it was fried in. They're like, oh, this fucking... The breading is delicious and fried in this high quality high oil. High quality oil. Or, like, or with, like, any animal fat, it's still high quality oil. High quality oil. Good oil. And I'm just like, goddamn, these people are, like, really into the oil. <laughs> it's... It was weird. It was very weird. Uh, how, just, and uh, part of me is like, yeah, they don't know any of this shit. But like, part of me is like, okay, they're going, they're getting a little too excited about the food because there's such thing as food in your world. 
They go into really, really deep descriptions. Which comes of, like, up George, in, which comes George up R. R. Martin characters. levels of like food descriptions. Oh um, god, he spends like like half a book explaining food. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of tell why. <laughs> oh my it's god. He's, it's because he's fat. Um, <laughs> these next two characters were... Oh god, okay. These, these so, are like the two characters that like somewhat made sense to go to this place, and that's it. Yeah, so next up we have <laughs> Thomas, without the sauce, you lost Alfade. Uh, he was into meat sauce, which okay. I, I will say... his name is Alfade. It's supposed to be like Alfredo or something. Alfredo. Alfredo. Um, Wait, so the... I will say, this is the spaghetti dude. So, But the son, or not the son. The son was a serious. He was his, grandpa- yeah. his grandson. Grand- um, grandpa. I didn't include the grandson because fuck that kid. But, um, <laughs> With a shitty Thomas, haircut. Thomas Alfade was like, he made, he made his living pretty much trying to make the spaghetti that the master made yeah and then he sold he sold meat sauce and and pasta in his world it became like fucking chef boyardee yeah a major entrepreneur yeah and i'm just like like, his whole thing is like him trying to like take the spaghetti that he had in in the human world and make it in his that's like yeah yeah that's his whole shtick but like at the same time empire off of it yeah he made a whole like food empire and like the we, so, I will say, we had spaghetti tonight because I was craving it after seeing oh, them, yeah, like, fucking right. eat like, spaghetti. I was spaghetti. like, fuck, man, I want some spaghetti. That sounds good. So, I guess that's one beneficial thing that has come out of this anime. So, like, but, like, I, I, it, like again, like I, like I said a second ago, it made sense for him to, like, be at this place because they explained they brought him ingredients from their world so it's stuff that's palatable for everybody else that comes. Yeah, so he could modify his recipes to fit the palate of the people of that I guess universe. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because some of their YouTube there, because you don't know like whatever. Like they had like square tomatoes and shit and whatever, but like I guess it, it makes sense because mm-hmm. we don't know like if what we have here is gonna kill somebody or something. So so what I've I gathered is he takes all of the money that he makes on Saturdays and gives it to this guy, to for ingredients from his world to learn more about their food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that, Luis. Like, it looked, no, he gave him, he like, like that little it was a chest dress. full of, like, gold yeah. and silver coins, so yeah. it's all money from that realm. Yeah. Because what the fuck is he going to do with that shit? Like, go and pawn it off? Like That's a pretty um, small bag of, like, food that he got in return, though. But he was getting some <laughs> sweet-ass gold coins from that fucking booby dragon lady. Yeah. And he gives uh, his little, his demon girl, Aletta, ten silver coins. Yeah. Uh, next up, Which I wonder have... how you make change, like, if you just don't have that on hand. Because he gives copper. him all that money every Saturday. Well, he has, like, copper, and he probably keeps a little bit of him for himself. Just What's in case. What's he going to do with it? I mean, you never know. What if he needs to, like, fucking make change? Mm. Next up, we have uh, Adelheid, uh, who is the parfait princess. Uh, the clouds. The clouds girl. So she she has a memory from when she was a child, and her grandfather, who was the who king, died. brought her emperor. to the... It was emperor or whatever. He brought her to the restaurant... And she thought it was just like a dream where she ate clouds. And then she gets back into the thing because the door pops up in the but castle. she has some kind of illness. Yeah, they don't really explain. They called Maybe it the... Uh... The pauper sickness. Yeah, yeah the pauper sickness. There you go. Um, so like, she's dying. how the dying. fuck did you get that? She ends up at his fucking restaurant. She asks for clouds. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, I know what the fuck that is. And then I thought it was mashed potatoes at first. I, I was I hoping it would be like mashed potatoes. And then they bring out a chocolate parfait, and I was like, oh, it's whipped cream. I get it. Yeah, because her, like, her grandfather told her it was clouds because he didn't know what it was. She gets straight creamy over that chocolate. Oh, it's gone. She's all, she like describes every single ingredient and how delicious <laughs> everything is. Oh, my God. The sweet and tartness yeah, by of the layer. strawberry. 
Oh, and the bottom is the chocolate, the oh, best part. What is blah, this blah, flavor? Blah, 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 this blah. must be chocolate. Like, how do you know what chocolate is? This must be chocolate. And it's like, bitch, you ordered a fucking chocolate parfait. <laughs> oh, but no, I ordered it as clouds. <laughs> uh, next up is probably my favorite. Actually, no, this is my second favorite. Uh, we have Lionel. This is really good. <laughs> Li- Lionel, this is the who, is, who is a fucking lion man, Dude, whose Lionel. name is fucking Lionel. <laughs> And he becomes like a gladiator. He becomes a gladiator. He gets captured by a, an elf. A, ha- a half elf boy. Is a half elf boy. Fucking who elf man. Is shitty. And he also. Sucks so bad. Okay, hold up. I gotta find this. So the elf dude makes a crack about his dick. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. No, he, he says, I'm he great does. with the sword and also the one below. I was like, what the fuck? Dude? Also the one below. Literally, he says that and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, are you gonna fuck this lion man who's for some reason <laughs> yes, stuck in like, he, he paralyzes stuck in, like, the lion the man. Physician. He literally like severs everybody's goddamn spinal cord for a little while temporarily to paralyze them with his fucking sword after stabbing them. And he goes, "Yeah, I'm good with my fucking sword and the sword down there." And I'm like, "He's about to fuck this lion." <laughs> no, but he he takes the lions and the lion boys and sells them all off as gladiators. And then Lionel is stuck in a gladiator thing and has to fucking fight his way out. He has to fight a manticore. He, he has to fight yeah. a ma- fucking manticore. Uh, he gets a hundred coins. Manticore, by the way. Yeah, it was gross as fuck. Uh, he gets a hundred coins for every time he wins in the gladiator pits, and he was bought for what? Ten thousand. It was ten thousand gold so they coins. Said, so uh, he gets a hundred for winning every fight. Yeah, a hundred battles, you can win your freedom. Yeah. God. He's sitting in his fucking thing and he's scared because he lost to the fucking little priss ass fucking elf boy and he's second guessing his strength and then he ends up the door pops up in his yeah fucking it just happens to cell, pop up and he then he it. he goes in there and he gets a fucking katsudan he gets like the, six the sexiest little katsudan uh and he eats six of them and is fucking like yeah I can do this and it's like well, it's funny because like the first the first time he eats it the first time he eats it he just like tries over and like stops himself. And then, yeah. like, the second one, he just, like, lets that shit go. And I'm surprised nobody heard that. Yeah. He just starts fucking, like, roaring in the fucking room and shit. And, he, like, pulls a fucking piccolo motivational speech. Yes! 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 I can do this! I'm alive! I feel alive! Like, fucking... <laughs> Jesus. It's the best dad speech. It is the best. It is the best speech. Um, so... Lionel then goes on to fucking wreck this manticore. He fucking destroys it. I, I also want to say how it's weird how they like inserted like a little bit of blood and gore within this. It was like, like well, like the manticore is like purple blood. Yeah, I know, but, but like, I was I was still was very surprised that they actually showed it, him killing it. He fucking because stabs it, it in the neck. Because there's a few other episodes where there's like a little bit of like blood and stuff via yeah. battle, and you're just like, oh. what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I feel like they're like, oh, yeah, this is medieval times or whatever. So let's add in a little yeah. bit but, of brutality. Uh, but he apparently, like, he won his freedom. That's why he keeps coming back. He keeps and coming back. He uh he's apparently, like, he, he I guess he keeps fighting. And he's just, like, the, the Lion King now is what they call him. They called him the Lion King, yeah. Uh, so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, next up, we have my favorite of the the Gunpo. fucking people is Gaganpo, the fucking glistening <laughs> lizard man. That whole I was like I was like that show's dick. That one <laughs> that one had the longest monologue 
bit ever. I was ever. expecting fucking lizard dick so bad. He doesn't have one. He's a Ken doll. Holy shit. But, like, the way that they were doing it. Okay, so the dude, they go out to hunt. They hunt a fucking alligator. It's fan service. They bring it back to the village, for and then they... Lauren, he, for who? For who? I don't know, because it was literally, like, why else? They were doing Glistening fans- blue lizard body fan service. Yeah. Like, how else would you, like, all those angles and stuff and how They're they were shooting it? They're showing him fucking muscly, like, muscly-ass back and, like, and shit. And, like, beads of water. And like, the description is, like, beads of water. And he, he brushes them and he lets his body dry in the sun. And I'm just like, what is this fucking description? Cause it was so long. It was probably, like now that I think about it, it was probably taken from the fucking book or the light novel. But at the same time, like, it was this lady narrating Gaganpo rinses off his dirty body and then dries his body off in the sun and warms his blood. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it goes on and on. And then on. they describe the story of, like, he's the hero for his village, and the duty of the hero is to go into this fucking door, which <laughs> they the built a fucking altar on, and then he comes in with, like, he goes in, Three pretty walks bowls. in with some bowls, and then walks out with fucking takeout for his village. It's over-rice takeout, too. And it's over-rice. So, like, he I goes love, in. He, when he comes back out, it's, it, he's just like, yo, I got, I got food for the squad. What's up? Like, he walks out and he's like, yo, I fucking delivered. And I was just like, holy shit. And I'm like, like, How he, is... I got the food. He walks out with takeout bags of fucking omurice for By the, the way, he gives them takeout bags, so that means there's plastic and shit in their world now. Plastic did yeah. not exist there at first. Yeah, so, like, another thing that I thought was weird is these guys these guys go in, he goes in, and he eats, like, as many fucking omurice as he can because he's the hero. That's his, like, duty. He can fucking be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat all this shit. And then he walks out with fucking three omurices for the rest of the village. That's it. And then they, like, they cut it up, and then they're like, there's oh. There's three different flavors. There's three different flavors, and everybody can only have a piece of one, and you have to decide <laughs> which one you want. And they're like, oh, and some of them devour it in one bite, and some of them just nibble it and savor it. And then they and I'm thump just like, their tails. And then they, they thump they, their like, tails in happiness yeah. and joy. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the hell is this, like, oh, lizard dudes fucking, like, yeah, I love fucking omu rice. This is great. <laughs> the weirdest fucking... Oh and my they, god, it was so weird. And they talk weird. about cheese too, and how they don't have cheese in that world. Or yeah, like no, no, they... cheese is the only thing I think that humans eat. Yeah, yeah. cheese is something humans eat, and then but they're they like, eat it anyways because they have. It like... shows them trying to like make the omi rice with like alligator eggs on like a stone over fire, and, and like they're just like, eggs. and they're just like, oh shoot, I just made scrambled eggs, and it's just like, oh my god. It is weird. It is so fucking weird. I, I swear to God, I was so like, I was mentally preparing myself to see an ugly lizard I was, dick. <laughs> I was expecting Same. a fucking lizard dick and they didn't. I was laughing so fucking hard during I, that whole bit. I though. just don't understand, like, why do they do fan service with this lizard dude like, instead his, of like His a body human. Is, is decorated with scars. I was like, what the fuck, dude? And then they showed like close ups of his body with the scars and shit. I'm just like, they're getting real, real hardcore on this fucking lizard, man. For all you furries out there. I guess. Would that be a furry? Because it's Go. not. Doesn't have no, furry. it's not furry. Well, what is part of that realm? It's that realm, but I don't. Is, is there a specific term for that? I don't know. Kevin, look that I up. Don't, I don't. Know. No, I don't want that in my look search history. Look, look that up. Uh, I'll, someone, someone, Google that and then at me on Twitter, please. Um, next up, we have uh, Fardania, who is um, picky, picky ass vegan shitlord. Okay, so there's. I hate. I don't like her. One of the best animation moments of the show happens in this episode and it's oh, so yeah. we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that after we talk okay so so this she's an elf she's a wood elf she lives in the forest with her dad her mom's dead 
Uh, and she goes out to gather mushrooms for she's mushrooms. Like, I knew her father, father, like, looks like... I thought her father was a sibling. They're, they're elves, though, so they she's live like, for fucking He ever. still looked horrible. He looked yeah. like, like uh <laughs> heals that deer, because like, the deer's just there. She heals the deer because it shows that she cares about animals because she's a fucking elf. Uh, she starts gathering mushrooms, and then all of a sudden there's a door! And then she walks into the door with her bow drawn, and she sits down... And she's like, "Ah, oh, shit! I can't eat any of this." Yeah, she starts like being. Wor- she starts off worried about it. She has like an anxiety attack. And she like is like kind of, oh okay, like that sucks for her. And then all of a sudden, when they start asking her about what she would want, she got so shitty. Yeah, because like, she's just so like, so elves have to be more superior. Than she's like, else. "Well, oh. I'm an elf, so I can't eat any meat or dairy or eggs and blah 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 blah." And then immediately, I'm like, "Of course, she's a fucking vegan. Of course." And she has to make it known. And she's like, as long as you can make me something without any of this stuff, then I can eat it. And then he brings it out. And then she's immediately like, oh, well, I didn't think that he'd be able to bring me something that was like, you know, I was able to eat. And then she starts fucking eating it and creams her fucking jeans. And she got pissed because because a human made food better than Elf could. Yeah, she legit got angry. And then the episode ends with... Her running off, and she's her dad's like, are you sure you want to leave? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go learn how to make food better than that fucking human. And then we get to see her running through the field with some weird as fuck rabbits. Okay, these rabbits, okay. It's two of them, too. It's, we thought it was one. It's two. There's two rabbits. She runs off we with some rabbits and, and some deer. It. These rabbits and deer are running through a field with her as she runs off to go on her fucking adventure. Her Pocahontas ass shit. Fucking Princess Zelda-ass looking fucking wood elf running through the goddamn forest with... Okay, so these rabbits, the best way to explain this is it's a two-frame animation. It's, it's like the, it's like the run cycle was too short for whatever they used for this. Yeah, they, they like... Or like somebody forgot to do the in-between frames for this. And it was literally a two-frame running animation of these rabbits freaking the fuck out running alongside her. And I laughed so fucking hard when it came so on screen. Good. Kev, if you can make a GIF or find a GIF of that, I holy do. shit. I tried so hard. I'm still so looking for funny. one. If I, if I find one, I will post it with this episode. It is so fucking... F- I laughed I... so hard. Also, also, another thing, this episode ends with her... With a memory of her breastfeeding off of her mother. And then she goes... I'll learn how to cook better than that human, and then the episode fucking ends. Yeah, it ends weird. with with elf breastfeeding, and I was like, "Wow, it's fucking weird!" <laughs> Holy really shit! Weird. Like really fucking weird. I, I like what was what was the point of that? There's absolutely no point there was of that. No I don't, point. In, I don't know. It like, make any real sense. fucking hard. Like why would that all of a sudden jog your memory of like you? Like, like sucking on your like mom's tofu. titty. Yeah, like, I was, oh my I god. To, I had to fucking rewind it because I was like, wait a second, was that fucking elf breastfeeding? Yeah, went back, elf breastfeeding. Good shit. So her, magical, her magical titty milk tastes like tofu. Oh, Jesus oh Christ. God. Uh, so next up and last up, we have Victoria. Uh, in quotes, I have, uh, I learned magic to make a fucking fridge box. So uh, her, her dish of choice... Was putting out a mode. Yeah, she. I don't know. She's like the the the, the besides Lionel, because God, the, that besides Lionel and uh, Gaganpo, she's like the other character that like liked that they showed, and that was like it. Yeah. Um. She uh translated the dessert menu. 
Isn't she an elf too? She is a she's half, a half elf, elf that was. She was a half okay. elf that was born of two human people. Like what? Yeah. So was, they, they yeah. say um, it's it's probably like some elf blood was mixed in somewhere in their in their bloodline. And then she came and out. It's like the recessive yeah. gene, probably. So apparently, oh. um, half elves are also kind of like ostracized, ostracized because they live for long periods of time that and like it's a bunch of shit. They can use magic. They live really long and fucking, it's like against fucking like racism shit. shit. Uh, so she trains under a bunch of people to be a sorcerer, so it helps her isolate herself. Yeah. Uh, the, the, tra- like you, you can either be a sorcerer, they, well, they either end, end, turn, they either end up being sorcerers, um, or they end up in like the half elf village, or they just go to the half elf village. Yeah, um, she trained under Altorius, who is the Gandalf-looking mage dude, uh, and became super, super gifted sorceress. Uh, and she goes to the restaurant when she needs a break from her uh, magic studies, because that's all she does is study magic. That's boring. Uh, and then she goes and she gets pudding a la mode. Like, if you've never seen any of the pudding that, like, Japan has, it's oh usually, like, God. flan. It yeah, like it's flan. flan. Uh, it's flan, and it's served with uh, a scoop of ice cream, because it's a la mode. What? And, yeah, uh-huh. it's pudding a la mode. And she gets really geeked out over the fucking pudding. The little like, smile she does when she blushes is really cute. Yeah, uh, so the whole fucking point of her story is she goes here for a fucking break and then she takes out uh, orders of the pudding and brings them back with her and puts them in a fucking box that she made that has, like, magic blue fire in it that keeps the fucking pudding refrigerated. She made a goddamn fridge, fridge box with her powerful-ass magic. It would just be a fridge. No, it's literally like a box. It's this big. Like you can it's a fridge, fridge box. That. It's a cooler box. She made a little ice box with magic. She you made... know how fridges started out, right? It started yeah. out like that. Yeah, yeah. but like it's a magic. It's magic. So it's a, a magic fridge box. <laughs> but like she utilizes her powerful ass magic, They're one of the most it. powerful sorcerers in the land, to make a fucking box to keep pudding cold. I mean, you can't let it spoil. I, I guess. She's gonna have something really for good. the other six days of the week. I guess. <laughs> she only took back four, though, so maybe she savors them. Oh. Um, so, I guess final impressions on this series. We've gone through all the characters and stuff. Um, it was inadvertently hilarious in certain parts. <laughs> um, I will say, if you're looking to watch a food series, watch Shokugeki no Soma. Don't yeah. watch this. Uh, I would rather watch Soma or, like... If I just, like, hated myself, I'd watch, like, Fighting Foodons over Nah, this. man, just watch fucking Toriko. Toriko's good, too. i watch Fighting Foodons, because it's campy oh. as shit. Fighting what's, Foodons. What's the bread one? Uh, I don't fucking remember, but, oh, like, the magic bread hands boy. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Um, I will, I'll give this series, like, a five. Yeah. Like, I, would, I won't reach for this, but, like, if it's, like, if I just saw it and I had nothing else to watch, I'd be like... Let's the try only, it. Like, it was inadvertently I funny. I wouldn't try it. It was... It's, th- this is my thing. At least watch the fourth episode so you can see the rabbit part. Yeah. <laughs> um, or just watch the episode with Gaganpo just so you can see the sexer, the sexy glistening <laughs> lizard. Like, the sexy there's so lizard many, man. Like, they either wanted to show some lizard dick, a lion was going to get fucked, or like something in this show. That's <laughs> it's, it was, it's a weird-ass show. Um, I, I feel yeah, like it's I, better suited to be a light novel. Yeah, it didn't it translate didn't, it didn't well. It didn't translate well, at all. I would say. Um, or the they anim- just didn't do a good job translating The animation it. quality was, like, kind of rough. Um, you could tell that the budget was only, like, mainly held for, like, the food scenes. Some of the character designs are kind of weird and, like, well, close close-ups were fine. Close-ups yeah. actually looked really nice, but anything other than that, it starts, get, it starts to get weak. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd probably give this, like, a five. Yeah. Four I'd and a half five. five. Five, yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, there's our coverage on uh, Restaurant to uh, Another World. Um, yeah, food animes. Woo. So, uh, uh, questions. A, we got questions, which is always a, a fun, fun, fun time for us. <sighs> our first yeah. question comes from at Tanikoma on Twitter. Okay. Hey, Tanya, how's it going? Uh, they ask, what's an anime that changed your life, whether it made you learn something new or just sends you straight into anime hell? Ooh. Um, I could definitely, like, do this with a bunch of Ooh. manga and anime. I know a good one for learning something new. Yeah. Hmm. What was what was the one with the microbes? Oh. Um, we learned so much shit, shit from that. Yeah. Um, fuck, it's also a good it. series. I'm going to look that up real quick because hmm. uh, um, I need to... I need to look up. It was the agriculture one where the, the kid goes to agriculture oh, school. He can see microbes. Yeah, I know exactly what this is. I can't think of the it's name. It's a really good show. There's a live action, too. I haven't watched it. Are you it, serious? But... It's yeah. called, uh, where is it? Um, Moyasiman. Uh, no, yeah, Moyasiman for... Tales of Agriculture is the yeah. name of it. There you go. That, I uh, learned it's so really, much really about cool. like, food and fermenting food and all kinds of like, stuff. Like bacteria and how it like helps food and preser- preservation and, and, and stuff. bad it's, it's actually really interesting and bad yeah. bacteria. Um, especially because like they they illustrate it in a weird japanese way where like they're cute little microbes yeah. and they give them little faces and personalities it's awesome i mean like um, they did for the little douche mascot that just came out yes um let me see uh anime I mean, that changed my life probably i could probably say uh berserk Berserk was one of the first series manga that I got really, really, really deeply into, and it kind of influenced a lot of the selections and a lot of the tastes that I had in regards to anime and manga as I developed as a weeb, a, a, a young, young weeb. I'd say, like, Evangelion for me. <clears throat> it kind of solidified the fact that I, like, that this stuff could tell... Uh, An adult story. A, a very adult story, but <clears throat> it also sent me into, like... the it, it, Again, the... It, the, the adult story is a big part of it but also like it was like this and Gundam for me so this kind of solidified like my whole thing with like I love mecha shit like and it's like that's my like that's like my genre for shit to go for if a new yeah. series comes yeah. out but like also just this, like the fact that anime could, the fact that a cartoon could tell a story like this and it like it not have some stupid punchline at the end like it was something serious and it like it, it made fun not made fun of but like ripped off of bible shit which was very funny to me yeah. Anytime uh, a series does that, it's hilarious. Like fucking Rossifon, like all that shit was about Jesus oh God, was great. Rossifon. Uh, or or what's the one with Jesus and Buddha? Jesus and Buddha. Uh, That's a fantastic made. movie. Something, something we should do that Saints, for the show. Right? Think, it's, uh, it's just called uh, Young Saints. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. Oh, Saint Young Men. It's called Saint Young Men. Saint Young Men. Yeah. We should watch that for like the holiday time because that's like that's technically oh a Christmas God. anime. Is Actually, there's really? a Christmas episode in there too. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, Lauren? What, besides what I said? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess technically Dragon Ball Z, that was my intro. Like, my one major intro that started the whole tailspin into anime. <laughs> so. Um, one thing that I will say, there's not really changed my life, but that, like, there are, I always appreciate the series that kind of cover something that is very strictly Japanese. Like, um, the Rakugo anime is really interesting, Ooh. and Chihayafuru, which is yeah. also really interesting. Those are cool um, ones. Just, Stuff that is very, very strictly Japanese that you really wouldn't know about unless you really looked into it. Like, Rakugo is an art form. After I, like, did a little more research on it and learned more about it, I thought it was extremely interesting. And it's, like, it's a really 
crazy way of storytelling. You know, and, and, and piggybacking off of what you said, how it tells you like teaches you like Japanese kind of culture stuff. Um, Samurai Shampoo is another one for me. It it that for one was like my introduction to Nijabes. Uh, yeah. Probably a bunch of people's, and that introduced me to like the Japanese hip hop scene, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, they got some cool shit. Lauren uh, made a face. What? I don't know. No, recently when I've been looking into J hip hop, I have not been impressed. But I think I've no. been kind of, t- I've been tainted by by, 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 the K, by K hip hop. <laughs> but like, just I mean, it's it, it just just Nijabes is like that's that's inspiration for so many yeah. people. Like whether you do anime music or even like people who do regular music now, like somebody's gonna reference Nijabes if you ask them like who's an inspiration. I mean that it's it's so iconic at this point. Like that music was just. Nothing else is really like that out of the time, especially for anime, and it just, I think it just sticks with everyone, and it's fucking good. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I hope we answered your question. That was a good question. That was a good question. I like that one. Uh, Next question comes from at Datterface on Twitter. And Elliot asks... I if think we all remove, have the same answer for this question. If you could remove one character from any anime to make it better, <laughs> who would it be and why? Who would it be and why? Fucking Grape Juice? Fuck Mineta. Oh. Mineta sucks. I mean, yeah, I was totally thinking of, uh, what's that which show we watched where we were all talking about? It would be better with Oh, Izetta? Yeah. Yeah. Izetta? Yeah. Or Akko? Yeah. Um, anything else? Do we grape, have anything else? Grape Juice would be I really, good. really don't like fucking Mineta. Mineta's like I don't the like most Mineta annoying either. fucking shit character. He, what's the point of him, really? He serves, he serves to fill that, like, little pervert gap. Yeah, yeah, but like he—he's like what helped only. He's helped once. Once, like he's just like a random ass character. Like bring some of the other characters more forward than Fucking him little... having his little two cent. Like, oh hey, I'm here. I'm going to say something perverted. Shitty little diaper baby. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> he sucks so bad. Uh, yeah, probably Mineta for me. Uh, it's Mineta or fuck. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Shit, I can't think of this now. Damn it, I had this. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot I more. Can't. There's a lot well, that, more. That, that's like, Ooh, I got one. I got one that'll piss off some fans. Mm. What? Uh, fucking Oikawa from Haikyuu. Because no, Oikawa's a little no, shit. I don't like no, him. no, that's that's stupid. That your opinion sucks. Um, and <laughs> I I'm don't only, like Oikawa. Okay. I, I, I don't like him all that much either. But he, he's a good character. Nice no, suck. No. <laughs> oh, you're dumb. I'm gonna cut you off because your opinion is. Invalid and stupid. Well, I can't think because you you've been watching this. Uh, I can't think of the name of the the, the little kid in Aroni Kenshin. Oh. Oh. Fuck. Is it Tor? It's not really? Toru, right? No. Fuck. What's his goddamn name? I can't think of his you name. You don't. You don't like him? No. Fuck him. Why? Like I don't. Uh... I don't. I don't like him in his introduction. I'll say that. Yeah. He starts off very shitty, and I'm like, "Fuck this kid!" I mean, yeah. Stab but him. He gro- but he grows. <laughs> it's uh, where is it? Not Megumi. Yahiko. Yeah, yes. it's Yahiko. Yahiko. Yeah. Um, I'm currently watching through that, and um, Yahiko is annoying as fuck, and uh, he grows though. He does. He does grow, but he still sucks in the beginning of the series, and then uh, I will oh, say this might make Lord that <laughs> Kau- Kauru is annoying as. Fuck for the first part of Kenshin. There's, there's, I don't she know, sucks. I don't know what Lauren's favoritism for characters and stuff are. Leave uh, Kauru alone. I agree. For, but for, 
This is gonna make me sound so shitty because this character is like the whole series. I don't like fucking Shippo from Inuyasha. I don't. Uh, who who does like Shippo though? Like I that doesn't bother me. I, I was never like a big Shippo. I was I never like, a big fan of Shippo. Does he really ever accomplish anything in the series? There's one I mean, episode where he like saves a girl and that's it. Yeah, a little girl fox. Yeah. Um, I mean he, yeah he doesn't have much to him other than he's him the most being useless character. Kilala uh, has more character development than he does. <laughs> I mean, look at was it Jockin? Like he's kind of he just kind of like moseys around, goes, "Oh, it's a Shomaru. Like, what's <laughs> a <Shomaru. laughs> <laughs> I love I love how all of the dub voices are the fucking same. Right? It's all, it all Funimation. Yeah, but yeah. like they don't even change the voices. Like, you can always. I always would go, oh, who from Fruits Baskets is in this this time? I was like, oh yeah, that person was Toru. And like Steve Steve Bloom that. always sounds like Steve fucking Bloom. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Shishomaru was my first Pretty Boy fantasy, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Griffith was mine until I got further into the series. Inuyasha <laughs> was very then much was like, so like my go-to, but Shishomaru was like, oh yeah, you're pretty, I like you. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, but yeah, I, like, I liked my shitty little I mean, like moody boys. Shishomaru, he he's kind of like Itachi. Where he's not, he's not that bad. He's bad, but he's not bad. Yeah. I don't know why I liked. They help I, each other out when they need it I like in a weird way. Inuyasha's like design, just like because it's simple. I liked human Inuyasha design better because it was just. Why? Because he has black hair. I I like the black hair more than the silver hair. In all honesty. I Wait, like does that make hair. does that make Inuyasha Sasuke? No. Okay. Since Sashomaru is Itachi. All right. No. Let's. <laughs> Uh, like, no. Final no. question <clears throat> comes from Bega Good Boy. It's not edge lordy enough. Coffee condo. Brian, what's up? How's it going, Brian? How's it going? Hey. Brian been posting sweet ass pictures on Twitter lately of all like his throwback ass pictures. That fucking sh- I, those are that fucking shark sweater, dude. I'd rock that. Swagged out in his shark sweater. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Uh, his dude, I swear to God, Bryant, I'm just gonna put all your shit out there because I oh God, <laughs> like because you've just posted so much shit on Twitter. He posted a picture of his mom. She looks like a mix of Tina Fey and David Bowie. I swear to God, <laughs> that's a good mix. It is. It's a really good mix. I was like, damn, Bryant. He's, he's like, I'm mad to get her cheekbones. I was like, <laughs> uh, but Brian asked, and this is this is another thing because we talked about this in the news a little bit. How do you feel about filler arcs? Do you have a favorite one? Uh, filler arcs. I don't uh, like them. I fucking hate them usually. It, just because depends. They're usually garbage. More often than not, it's it, they use it as a way to stall so that the manga can get ahead a little bit further. I mean, if there's something that's like cute or heartfelt that happens or whatever, I'm like okay. But a lot of the times, it's just like like Attack on Titan. They're on horses riding for along five for episodes. five episodes. My thing or is if it if it you doesn't have like what what else like. If Shit, it doesn't, is it, if it doesn't super deviate from the, from the actual feel of the show, I'm okay with it most of the time. Um, like some like the fillers for Naruto were really bad, except for like the yeah. end before Shippuden came out, which the, the 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 actual final season of Naruto was all filler. Yeah, because Shippuden wasn't done like the first like arc in the manga, yeah. so they couldn't do anything. So it was like some filler thing with Gara and somebody's trying to steal his Jinchuriki powers. I was like. Really? And then this happened again in the beginning of Shippuden where the people were trying to steal the uh, Jinchuriki like, powers. Like, I, 
I don't mind if there's like some type of development between side char- side characters or something, but like when it's going absolutely nowhere or it's like a repeat or like a rehash of everything else yeah, going on. Yeah, I it's like, just it don't give a shit. My thing. I mean, f- go ahead. Filler filler can ruin a fucking series like yes. Bleach, which it did. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, but my thing is if and this is going back to Naruto. That final season came after probably one of the best seasons that show ever had, which was the Sas- the Sasuke retrieval arc and the the, yeah. the Sasuke Naruto fight, where we got to see like Rock Lee do like the drunken fist fighting Kimimaro, and like everybody got to was use that, all the hit. Was that filler? I thought that was in the no. Movie. After that was the filler. Okay. Um, and then like um, you, you got to see like cho- like everybody got to use all their secret techniques and stuff that like they had from their clans and shit, and like you you, you went right from that and that fight with Naruto and Sasuke. To a full season of filler, yeah. Like they they, like, they showed the final episode of that arc again at the end of the Gara filler thing. Yeah, I mean like even Pokemon has filler, like everything. Does. Pokemon filler like at least fits because it's still Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. There's it not can, much filler you can do. Break a, it can make or break a major series. Now the which... filler that I do like, it's Dragon Ball Z filler where Goku and Piccolo learn how to drive. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, I, I'm looking forward to the filler episode, or like I guess it's just not even filler. It's like they're adding stuff for Boku no Hero. Like, like I said at the beginning of the episode, like I'm actually looking forward. Like to I don't mind the character, like side characters are actually like getting development, but when it's just like, I don't know, it doesn't I don't go know. anywhere. I will say the best filler thing is me. probably that driving episode. I want to see. I, I I like they're doing filler for Suyu because Suyu's a great character. I want to see more of Ochako and Gunhead. <laughs> I honestly want to see more of the villains. Yeah. Because we don't see a whole lot of the villains They kind of showed them in mystery give, still, though. Give me yeah. more of Best Genus. Oh, my God. Best I want to know what that... Is, he can just sew really well, right? That's his power? He, he can, like, control, like, threads and stuff. Okay. That's scary. Is he, like, what's-his-face from Helsing? Walter? Uh, <laughs> I mean, are you caught up on the manga? Because there's one part where he does it, and it's really fucking cool. I'm all caught up, yeah. Don't talk about shit. I don't know. I like when he uh, he gives everyone the haircuts. Yeah. Oh my God. Bakugo with the best genus haircut is so good. So the best genus gives Bakugo that haircut, and mm. then it slicks his hair over, it, and then it immediately it, springs oh, like back, it his back out. Also, um, if you missed it, um, like I said earlier, the uh, the artist for Boku no Hero does. Oh, art he showed everybody with the best genus haircut. He showed. He Ida, showed Ida already Deku had the haircut, Ida, which is really good. And uh, I think Kirishima with the best with the best uh-huh. genus haircut. Yeah, it was super cute. I like that Ida already had the haircut though. <laughs> this is really yeah. good. Cause he's a good good boy. Uh yeah. So I mean, like the only good filler that I've really seen is the Dragon Ball Z Goku Pickle <laughs> driving up. Cause like you you get you get to see everybody out of first off out of their usual outfits. Uh, isn't it, that's when we get to see Vegeta in the Batman shirt, isn't it? Wasn't Piccolo wearing yeah, like a I backwards? So. He was wearing a backwards hat to hide his antenna, yep. and then he yeah. had like a shirt that he had, said something he had, like, stupid some on it. Like some badass yellow shirt on. Yeah. What did it say? It said something on it. Did it said like Port Boys or something like that. I'm gonna look it up while while we wrap up. Okay, cool. Uh, I hope you answered your question, Bryant. Thank you again. Uh, you can watch Restaurant to Another World on Crunchyroll. Uh, it's simulcast on. It says Postboy on it. I hope Co- it's... Coastboy? Postboy. 
Poised Boy. Boy. It was something dumb like that. Okay. Um, it's simulcast by Crunchyroll on Mondays at 2.05 p.m. I Eastern. hope there's not too many episodes of this show. Uh, I think it's going to be like a 13 or 12 episode yeah. series. So, what it seems like. How, though? It's so boring. They probably have more characters to show specialty dishes We'll get to meet for. that caveman. Like your space, your space yeah. elf? Space elf. You, you know that in the, op- in the op, yeah. they show like a black-haired elf lady on the moon. That the moon is inexplicably like there's a hole blown and over. And every it. fucking time that like the we would watch the up. op, he'd go, "Oh, space elf!" And I'm like, "Can you? Could you not?" Space elf. She looks like she's a little uh, waitress for the uh, for the rest. Yeah, of yeah. But she's a space elf, and we don't know anything about her. Space elf. How many times can I say space elf? Uh, don't forget, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. You can find Kev at Kev Bobbit on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find him at twitch.tv slash kbobbit. On the 17th, I'm streaming Sonic Mania until I beat that shit. Are you going to play all the way through? I'm playing, well, I'm not playing, like, everything the first day, but I'm going to keep streaming until I finish that game. Play it all the way through I'm going to play everybody's night. stories in that game. I'm going to get, because there's apparently some collectibles that unlock some shit. We don't know what it does. Yeah. So I wanted I wanted to get all that shit. Somebody says it unlocks another character, which would be baller. Shit. Uh, Kevin also runs the Twitter for our show, which is at Shonen Trashcast. Uh, Lauren, where can we find you? I'll just read it out. Yeah, it's like you already Lauren, started. You can find Lauren at Miss Silverfox, MS underscore Silverfox on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me, Vince, at, at Vince on Twitter and Instagram. Um, next week... We'll be back with fucking nothing because Kevin's out of town uh, doing that charity event and me and Lauren are going to be in cosplay crunch mode for Dragon Con. Like, we and, uh, really, really need all the time that we can get. Yeah. So, I guess, I mean, let's let's do some shout-outs for stuff that we want to put out, stuff people to check out, whatever. Um, so, I'm, like I said, like Vince said, uh, I'm going to be doing the charity event with Half Empty Energy Tank. Uh, it starts Saturday at noon Eastern time and it's going to, like, Sunday uh, at the end of the day. Um, we're going to be streaming American Road Trucking Simulator. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and there's, like, incentives for, like, us to, like, drink and drive or, like, text and drive or whatever. Uh, so that shit's going to be really dumb. But it's all, it's all money that's going to charity, which is really cool. Are you going to be, are you going to be driving? Yeah. Okay. I'll be uh, driving I'll at some point out, during this thing. I'll have to find out when you're driving and harass you. Then. I have to find, because we're all going to wear, like, trucker shit, so i got to find, like, a flannel shirt somewhere. You need a hat too. I have a ha- I have a hat I can wear. Uh, what is that? What does the hat say? Uh, my fucking Splatoon hat. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's what I've got going. Uh, Watch Kevin. Uh, it's half empty energy tank. Oh, check out um check out um if you want to check another podcast, check out at real nerd. Uh, sorry, not at. Uh, check out real nerd hours. Uh, it's the podcast that uh, Nikki's boyfriend does. It's actually really good. I listened to a few episodes. It's really good. Sounds good. Um, please don't forget to send in your listener questions to shonentrashcast at gmail.com or using the hashtag shonenasks. I have been glistening wet lizard boy, Vincent Perez. So the lizard been... dick. God damn it. <laughs> That slimy lizard dick. What's up? <laughs> you stop. Got to clean that off in the river. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fuck both of you. Mm. Jesus Christ. I've been tomb raiding, goblin killing Lady Lauren Russell. And I've been constant on loving Lion Man, Kevin Bobbitt. <laughs> uh, enjoy your slimy lizard dick. See you next week. <laughs> or, not next week, week after. Bye. <laughs> Two weeks lizard dick. <laughs>